All right, brothers and sisters, boys and girls, welcome back to The Drive Home with Timothy. I'm your host, Dustin, and this is episode two. A giant collective sigh of relief that we have not yet been canceled. Um, We get to keep on going for a little while longer. I know that uh, podcasts don't really get canceled, but you know what? Our last one did, so we're, we're on borrowed time and... Every morning we wake up as podcast hosts, we're pretty excited about it. i got Timothy alongside me here. Um, As usual, he's not going to talk to you because he's a little bit shy. Um, But I am told he did a great job for this episode and got a sponsorship. Is that right? You got us an ad copy to read? Okay. So let's do that first. Do you have the... You said you had it. Where is it? Okay, while Timothy's looking for that, uh, I'm going to stall for time. Um, oh, I got what I did get is uh, I got a new microphone. You can probably hear the quality of my voice with my new microphone. I would I would tell you what it is, but they're not sponsoring, so I'm not giving anything out for free. No more Brad Garrett handouts this time around. Um but I bought it on Amazon for $16, so don't say I'm not investing in the quality of the show. Um, okay, you got it? Okay. Hand it over here. And our sponsor for this episode is Chevron. Okay. This should be... I, okay. I'm just going to read it. Are you in the market for some dead dinosaur tissue to make your car slash truck slash heaven forbid SUV go faster at great cost to the environment? Do you think this planet has been blue and green long enough and you think gray and dark gray would be a nice change of pace? Are you okay with destroying the delicate ecosystem of this paradisical planet because you d- you know the situation won't get really bad until your grandkids are asthmatic cancer-ridden adults scrambling for a solution to their impending destruction. Are you serious with this? (laughs) Did you write this or did they write this? Oh, yeah. I'm sure they... He's saying that Chevron actually wrote... uh, I mean, did they... Okay, I'll keep going. Sponsorship's a sponsorship. Uh, Stop by your local Chevron and feel... and fill your earth-killing disaster mobile with the energetic remains of our deceased ancestors so you can get to your soul-killing job in record time. Are they like comedy writers over there? Is it? I mean, this is obviously not what you would expect, right? Um, and this week only, type in the promo code Timothy is our only hope, all one word. Okay, now, <laughs> they, what, do they have a Timothy over there too? I'm having a hard time believing... They actually wrote, Timothy is our only hope, all one word, at the outdoor kiosk to get a teaspoon of polar bear tears added to your apocalypse juice free of charge. Offer valid only in the contiguous United States, obviously. Chevron, the world's on fire, but it's not just our fault. Okay, Um, you know what, here, take that back. Um, And this is probably... You know what, everybody, this is probably our last episode of the podcast because they're, I mean, if we hadn't been canceled now, then we are after that, right? They're going to get, I don't know, like lawyers or something. I don't know how it works, but they're, this is a huge corporation. The, I know you think it's funny. 
Okay, I think it's funny too, but the Okay. Okay, we'll just let's keep moving on. Maybe we'll cut that if we can figure out how to do you know how to cut stuff? No. Okay. Are we we're not live, are we? Okay. Alright. We'll just keep rolling. Um Okay, other uh items of business. Um nothing really other than that you can find me on Twitter at Dustin from Class and let me know how the show is going or if there's anything that you would like us to discuss here or anybody you'd like us to try to get on the podcast. We are still working to try to get some guests on here so that that it's not just um, me talking to a silent Timothy. Um, so the, the focus of the podcast today, focus of this episode, is nothing new or, or really probably all that different from what you've been seeing on social media for the last couple of weeks or last week, there was a, there's been a lot about the golden globes. Ricky Gervais hosted the golden, golden globes. I thought he was really funny. Did a good job. Um, one of the things that he said, and this was like a week and a half ago. One of the things that he said, um, if you missed it was he told the, he told all the award winners, don't come up here and use this, uh, podium to, to lecture us on, morality because as celebrities you're very out of touch with reality and you're uneducated and you're in no position to be telling people um, how to behave or vote or act and um, in short order Michelle Williams won a Golden Globe and used the podium to tell people how to vote and how to act and um, and was talking about how <clears throat> she could not have been. I'm sorry, by the way, for all the throat clearing and stuff. It's a little bit cold outside where I am, and so I just have. I'm not sick, but I just my. I'm a little sick, I guess. Hopefully that'll get better if I start making healthier choices and go to bed early and eat vegetables and all that stuff. Um. Anyway, so um, Miss Michelle Williams was telling people from the podium that she could never have been an award-winning actress. Or actor? What do you suppose? It's 2020 now. What are we, are we supposed to? Are the women actors and the men actors, or are the women actresses and the men actors? I don't. I'm going to call her an actress. All right. If there's blowback, it couldn't be any worse than what we're going to hear from Chevron. So let's just we'll, we'll go with that. She couldn't have been an award-winning actress, she said, if she had not uh, employed her right to choose, implying that she had an abortion and. That was the secret to her success, I guess. I don't know. I, um, we'd have to have her on. You see if you can get her on. Um, see if we can get her on the podcast. Um, I doubt she's going to be interested. Um, anyway, I'm, I'm not going to make any commentary about pro-life, pro-choice, or any of that stuff. Only to say that Michelle Williams, we she's on the stage... Because she's an actress, actress, and not because she's an activist. She won an award because she put on a, a, a nice costume and played pretend, and there were people there to film it, and then other people watched it and said, wow, she did a really good job of playing pretend. So I don't, I'm not going to say that she should not use that platform for whatever she wants, if you're passionate about something and you get the whole world to listen, you talk about what you're passionate about. Great. What I am saying is nobody should care what Michelle Williams thinks about 
the right to choose. Um, at least not any more than you should care about what your neighbor or anybody else thinks because she's not uniquely qualified among humanity to get up there and tell us what we should believe. And I, I remember thinking this about um, Matt Damon in 2008 when John McCain was running for president and he chose Sarah Palin as his running mate, which seemed like a really good idea because, you know, she hadn't like spoken yet. Um, but then she started talking and things got worse. And I don't, I don't hate Sarah Palin. I'm certainly not pro Sarah Palin. My biggest problem with Sarah Palin is that Tina Fey did a better Sarah Palin than Sarah Palin did. So if you, I don't care how qualified you are. If somebody else can be you better than you can be you, you don't get to be in charge. If for no other reason, that's dangerous, right? That's, I mean, imagine if there was a Donald Trump impersonator that you couldn't tell it wasn't Donald Trump and they go on TV and start talking about, we're going to war with, I don't know, like Mexico or Canada or one of the ones that's close to us. And then people are getting upset it's it's a dangerous situation. This is why I've been saying for years, I think Frank Caliendo is one of the most dangerous people in America. He can be anybody, right? He does uh, Bill Clinton, he does John Madden, Charles Barkley. He can be anybody. You can be, I mean, let's say you're, you're on... You're with one of your kids. You're, it's a daddy-daughter date. you got a five-year-old little girl, and you're going to go out because... You just want to go spend time with her, and she says she wants to go to Wendy's, right? Because to a five-year-old, Wendy's is the best there is because Frosties, like, they haven't had real ice cream yet, or at least they don't know the difference. A Frosty is the best thing to a five-year-old girl, right? They've never had Tillamook or Bluebell or, um, you should, can you, um, contact Tillamook or Bluebell and see if we can get a sponsorship thing? I mean, even if... If all they did was send us, like, a carton of ice cream, I would give them as much airtime as they want. Okay. Yeah, just find out. Um, so th there you're at Wendy's with your five-year-old, and she's going on and on about uh, something she finger-painted the other day in kindergarten and recess and her friends and her imaginary friends and everything. And, and you love her, and you're looking at her, and you're focused on her, and you're just tuning in because this is quality time, and this is building the future adult that you are making out of your five-year-old little girl, but also in the back of your mind, you know, there is at least a 5% chance that that little girl is really Frank Caliendo. That's how good he is, right? He's the most dangerous man in America. So t because of that, let's see, where were we? T <laughs> oh, Sarah Palin. So Sarah Palin can't be in charge because Tina Fey would ruin everything. Tina Fey, let's be honest, she ruins everything anyway. You know, we'll save that for another another episode. Anyway, um, when Sarah Palin was running with John McCain, uh, Matt Damon either gave an interview or just came out and publicly said something like, we don't know anything about Sarah Palin and that scares me. And this is like 12 years ago, and I still remember it because I remember thinking, who are you, man? Like, yeah, I don't, okay, yeah, sure, we don't know anything about Sarah Palin. You can be scared of her if you want. That's fine. But why are you the one delivering this message 
to America. Like if we want to make a a spy movie with Jason Bourne, we'll call you. You're really good at that. If I want to choose what flavor of pop tart I have in the morning, I'm not going to call you for that. And if I want to make a decision on who I think should be in charge of everything, I'm not calling you for that either because I don't know I don't know how smart you are. I know you can pretend to be Man, he was so good in that movie though. See if you can get Jason Bourne or uh, Matt Damon on the yeah, just on Twitter or I don't know, he's probably on Twitter. Yeah, just okay. Um, but I so I would go even farther than further, farther, farther is a measure of distance. Remember finding Forrester? Farther is a measure of distance. Further is something different. I would even go beyond what Ricky Gervais said. We don't want to just. We, we, it's not just that we shouldn't care what celebrities think about politics or social issues. We shouldn't care about anything that they tell us because they're not even real people. They're just pretending, right? So, like, I, I'm not saying that they shouldn't do a commercial. Remember uh, a couple months ago, Kristen Bell was in those car commercials for, like, Mazda or Toyota. Or, I don't know. They're all the same. She's in some commercials telling everybody in like some kind of frozen-y kind of way, right? It's like, do you want to build a snowman slash drive this car? There was like a frozen ad campaign with some car manufacturer, which is great. Cute little commercials. Obviously, they didn't work because I don't remember who she was, which car she was trying to tell me to buy. But why should we care what you say about cars? And I, and I love Kristen Bell. Like frozen... If you don't like Frozen, you know what? Unsubscribe. Uh, Frozen 2. we got to talk about Frozen 2 at some point because I didn't think it was that good. The music was problematic. Um, there was no... We'll talk about Frozen 2 another time. But when they use celebrities to endorse certain products, I, I get why the celebrities are into that. I just don't get why we care what celebrities tell us to do. This is really the, the whole crux of the, the episode. If there's a crux... Hey, can you look up? Can you look up what crux means and let me know. Um, the but the whole thing is these celebrities they be they're really good at one thing and usually it's just pretending and then we give them control of everything and now they're now they're activists and they have these causes and they have the, these companies. Um, Goop isn't that Gwyneth Paltrow's cause or her company Goop that's like products that don't work or something. I don't remember what it's about, but we, you, can you just, can you just do the thing that you're good at? And then, and then we just need to keep you over there in that box because you're not more important than you were in the movie. All right. Does that, does that make sense? Are you, are you, (laughs) are you even listening? What does, what did crux mean when you looked it up? Oh my gosh. He looked up Horcrux. Okay. You know, we're going to wrap this thing up. Um, please find me on Twitter at Dustin from class. Um, subscribe to the podcast if you want more of this garbage in your life and you'll get new content every time we put it out. And um, I love you all. And we'll see you next time for another disappointing round. <laughs>